He's only been a part of the family for, what, two years? Like, he is not, like, really privy to, like, ever, I mean, well, maybe he is. Someone said he was a fan of the show. He was never there for any of these moments that occurred for the first eight years of the issues that Teresa has had with, like, Melissa and Joe. All of a sudden, he comes in and he thinks he knows everything. Like, sir, take a, take a step back. Get out of here. Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. What's up, cocktailers and Amanda and our friend Larry from at Bravo by Gaze. Hi, guys. Uh, hi. Yay, hi. Larry. Hi. It's always so much fun when you're here. We're so excited to have you. And it's been a while since you've been here. So we are very excited to be part of your special news and to be able to be part of who can share it. Do you want to talk a little bit about your new project? Yeah, no, I know. It's been a long time since I I feel like I've chatted with you guys, but I love it so much because like we chat and then like I feel like it can last for hours and, and it really just, it goes by so quick. We talk about so much, but yeah, I am excited guys. I am coming out with a podcast. It should be coming out within the next couple of weeks. It is just called Bravo by Gaze. I did partner up with Herd at Media and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. It's going to be so much fun and I'm like, I just can't wait to talk all things Bravo, pop culture. You, you know, you guys get it. You do it. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I cannot wait. I can't wait. I can't I'm wait. Excited. I'm obviously coming on. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yes. Without a <laughs> doubt. <laughs> You'll be the first I guest. love it. First of all, it's so exciting and long overdue. I've been telling Larry for a long time he should do a pod because you're such a natural at it. Thanks. So I'm very excited for you. And let's start with happy news, Larry, because Lord knows there's a lot of darkness in the Bravo sphere. Oh, sure is. <laughs> but our Roni OGs are on Scary Island after all these years. They're posting clips. They're on the airplane. They posted photos from the island. We actually, I had a, a follower who was vacationing there. She sent us a picture and they all look half in the bag. <laughs> just so, how we like them. Just how we like them. Like <laughs> we know we know Dorinda, Ramona, Luann, Sonia, Kelly, Ben Simone, and Kristen Teekman all arrived the same day. But I do have bad news, which I'm sure both of you know by now because I did post it. Jill and Bethany are not going. If by some miracle one of them shows up, it's... A very well-kept secret because the source who told me is like, B, they're not coming. And this person thought that there was a chance that one of them at least would come. I can't share any details, but I do hear that the ladies are being their true selves. Only annoying thing is it's not expected to air until like mid-year. But that's all right. Mid-2024? Yeah. Oh, geez. You know what? I'm not really surprised about that because, I mean, we just got... The, uh, what was it, season, was the season three that just aired with them in Thailand? Is that where they went? With Heather mm-hmm. and all them? And that was announced, like, well before BravoCon. Like, it's been taking them a while to release these. Like, now we still have the one coming up with the ladies in Marrakesh, like, when they were in Marrakesh, in right. Morocco. Like, it's just, for some reason, I don't know, like, it's just, I feel like we're getting, like, one a year. And I'm like, 
they're filming them so quick, like back to back, that like by the time the next one goes, they still have two that need to come out. You know what I mean? So we're getting all this content and they're letting the wives post all of this stuff that like by the time it comes out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that they I forgot that they filmed. Totally. Speaking of BravoCon, because everybody, I'm sure, Larry, you're getting all the same questions. Do we know anything about when tickets are coming out? I haven't. My source who told me that it was going to be in Vegas hasn't followed up. If you're listening, please do. I am hearing July, which is similar to when they went on sale last year. So. All right. That makes sense. Which also, like, if you haven't booked your hotels, you probably should because I'm in search of a hotel right now. And the prices in, like, the past two months have almost doubled. Like, for a, for the full time I'm looking to go getting in Thursday, leaving Monday, it's like almost $2,500, which is insane. Just for a hotel? That's so annoying. I know. You're welcome to everyone who uh, booked when we first said it. I should have listened. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, you know what? I was so scared because at the time I was like, I don't know if this is actually true. So if it wasn't, I would have got a lot of heat for that. But yeah. Did, somebody said there's also a Formula One race that week weekend. There's, yes, there's there's a there's a couple of different conventions going on. Yeah, too. and yeah, there's yeah. always stuff like that too. In regards though to like the regatta, like Luann and Bethany, or I'm sorry, and Jill and Beth or Jill and Bethany not not going. I honestly feel like it's probably smart because if they were trying to surprise the ladies, or if they were trying to surprise like the viewers, there's no way that they would be able to go into town and have people not catch it it would be ruined with in the first day of them filming you know they what would i mean like someone would snap a pic they would have right. yeah they would not be able to leave the house right we got a picture from the beach like the day they the first right. day on the beach so exactly but i do love like i do love that they're all being like true to form that picture that like dorinda posted with her and sonia like they both look crushed what? It's, just, it's Wait, hilarious. I was laughing. Everybody was mistaking Luann on the plane for Bethany. And I'm like, to me, it doesn't look at all like Bethany. And then again, when I posted the beach picture, people are like, there's Bethany. I'm like, when did Lu? I mean, talk about like seeing what you want to see when did Luann right. and Bethany start looking oh wait remember when they remember when remember when Bethany cut her hair short and Luann yes. was like and you're I'm, Luann you're obviously copying my hair it's like girl are you kidding it's so funny I just want to know crazy. whatever Luann is doing she just looks amazing she is not aging she no. is so fit I mean oh my god yeah she's stunning So this is the thing. We need to know, Luann, and you have to tell us because that can't be filler in her face because when you have – unless it's like a little bit of filler, when you have too much filler, you look puffy. I always remember Tamara Judge saying that. She's like, I don't do filler. I only Mm -hmm. do Botox. And then she did the lower facelift because she's like, filler makes you look puffy. But like the great housewife she is, she told us who her doctor is. And I still to this day remember it's Dr. Ambe because – I will be a day and there will be a time (laughs) where it is time for me to go to camp for a couple weeks and I might just have to go see Dr. Ambe. First of all, Amanda, we're doing it together. So Larry, just know that in three to five years, you're going to have to cover the pod by yourself for a week. (laughs) I got it. I got you covered. (laughs) Because we'll we'll be getting facelifts. Or or the cocktails are being like, no, no, no. Give it to us while you're on your pain meds. Right. Oh, my God. You guys would thrive. That would be so funny. I sometimes message IG Famous by Dana because Uh she always posts different cosmetic procedures. And she's, I don't know, she's in her, I think she's like early 30s, maybe 35, the oldest. 
And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely getting my lower facelift by 40. And I swear to God, I was like looking in the mirror like, wait, what? Wait. I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, can I send you a picture of myself? (laughs) And then, of course, I didn't. But because who's going to say, yeah, you need to go. But then I'm like, oh, my God, 40 for a lower facelift? That seems young. But then that's what Teddy did. And she looks snatched. Yeah, she looks great. I don't know. I'm going to put it off as long as possible, but there will be a day. Okay, so I want to talk about Kim and Croy's divorce, which is just getting messier and nastier and more awful. Anybody who feels there's maybe a chance, I don't know, like it's it's getting really, it's just, I think, gross. Now Croy is alleging abuse. He just filed papers that... Ron Richardson, the lawyer who always posts with the red siren, (laughs) said that he doesn't feel like his children are safe alone with her. He addresses the drug abuse allegations, by the way, and says she has no proof. He says he wants a court-appointed supervisor when they are with her. I mean, what do you guys think? It's crazy. Larry? I feel like it all escalated so quickly. Like, everyone thought that they were so happy in love, going to be together forever, All of a sudden, the news of this, like, divorce split only a couple weeks ago. And within the course of that couple weeks, there have been allegations of cheating, allegations of drug abuse, allegations of gambling addictions and not fit parenting. It's just so much condensed in such a short period of time that, like, I don't understand what the rush is, I guess. I don't, like... I feel like they're just trying to do this so quickly. It's it's right. way messier than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And we saw Sheree say on Watch What Happens Live, she's like, I was shocked. I'm not saying she sees Kim every day, but she's in touch with her. Right. She also said Kim's not doing well, which on top of divorce, there's bankruptcy and all that stuff. So a part of me was really hoping that it was BS to get money and somehow cash in with a reality show like the Stallones did and then they're back together. But I think at this point, the allegations being thrown out there are sort of beyond anybody's wildest imagination because, I mean, he's saying like she doesn't pay attention to the children. She like she says she records herself while driving and he's scared for their physical safety and wants a court appointed guardian. That's pretty heavy allegation. I mean, it's that to me, it's the same as driving drunk. Really, if you're yeah. if, if you're recording yourself driving, you're you're impaired. Yeah, I mean, and let's be real. When's the last time Kim Zolciak drove herself somewhere? Well, well, yeah. well now now she doesn't have her driver <laughs> Troy. <laughs> no, I, I just, know. I mean, you know, the gambling stuff, the money stuff is one thing, but to call somebody a bad mom, right? And right. to, I mean, that is fighting. Those, those are fighting words. You can't go back from there. I don't I feel like there's something no that Kim's always like prided herself on being as a good mom, even with the girls, like when it was just them on the show and like her having the kids, like as time went on, like I always felt like she prided herself on being a good mother. But I mean, Roy, I guess, says, says otherwise. And honestly, I was like, oh, give me a break. I saw that he said somewhere, I always cook them healthy meals and she makes them chicken fingers and mac and cheese. It's like, <laughs> you want to know what? There are four kids They're under t- under 11 and that's what most kids want to eat. So I'm fairly certain you're not making them kale salad. Like, shut up, Croy. Right. And you've been together for so long. Like, I don't, I don't, I doesn't, do you guys, either of you guys even know how long they were married for? 
11 years. And like all of a sudden now these concerns are stuff that you're bringing up. Like it's right. like, it's like you're almost like you're trying to damage her. Like it's just, it's, and if it's she was ridiculous. this, yeah. And if she was this parent who was always drunk and a bad parent, then what does that say about you that let her do that? Right. Like, why didn't you leave her 10 years ago when after you had your first kid, she was a shitty mother. Why would you go on and have three more kids with somebody who was an unfit parent? Make what does that say sense. about you? Right. It's right. a good point. Well, speaking of Atlanta, they edited Nini out of, there was like an old intro clip that was featured during a flashback in the most recent episode. And they edited Nini out of the like opening when they're holding their peaches. She's just gone. Yeah. I did see that. I'm not surprised with like the lawsuits that were going on. But I did see somewhere as well that if you go back and watch now on Peacock, that entire that entire like moment is completely off the show. Yeah, somebody said that. I mean, my jaw dropped. I was like, wow. They could have right. just left that out of the show. I get that because of the lawsuits and everything. But then she, of course, speaks out and says, we don't know the half. But I'm going to guess that because of the lawsuits, they can't show her. But then don't show anything. It's like we're all going to be talking about it. And Bravo knows full well how our messy asses are going to react to Nene Leaks being edited Cut out. out. Right. No one can deny. Like I always say that I always say Nene to me is like the number one. For me, she was always yeah a star. And I know she's not always the best person. <laughs> she's messy and everything. But if you're to name top five most memorable housewives, Nene, I think would be in almost everybody's top five. Oh, like her or hate her, most memorable. Yeah, as she should be. Agreed. I also think, though, I think the producers of Atlanta are known for being really shady because, to your point, B, there was no need to put the, you know, intro slide. It was not integral to the story, right? They could have just shown the flashback clip, but they And maybe they wanted that. the ratings because God yeah. knows they need the ratings. They sure do. Which, I mean, that's the other thing. It's like, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but... I mean, the ratings are very low and very reflective of the way I've been feeling about this season. So I'm going to read this email and then want to get your thoughts on it. So from Peach Juiceland, email atljuice at gmail.com. Lots of talk of possible reboot, but the ATL ladies and cast are liked by the network and production, which is why no major cast shakeup has been done in the past. But that may change depending on if they can solidify one to two firecracker newbies or celebrities for the next season. Season 15 recently started, but production is on the hunt, low key, and already in planning stages to save ATL. Now, as for Candy and Kenya, those two names are said to be on the chopping block because they are two of the highest paid. With them gone, or at least one of them gone, that will open up the budget, which means possibility of more cast members and more trips overall. With Candy or Kenya gone, the possibility of having seven full-time wives would be more realistic in terms of budget. I'm hearing that they want at least a famous wife that's a singer, actress, or philanthropist, and a wife married to an athlete or entertainer. Possible ladies that are currently on the eyes of producers for full-time peaches are Keisha Kayer, married to rapper Gucci Mane, Akila, Kenya's friend this season, Tamar Braxton, given her drama with Candy and recent engagement, and Kiki Wyatt. 
I have on good authority that the door is open for Portia to return, that it's in her hands and that the door is always open, but the budget would have to be there. Just to drop a last bit of tea, I also know that King Zolciak may consider returning in some capacity given all of her latest family drama and financial issues. I mean, I think Kim would certainly help them. She hasn't been on for a while. God knows she has so much drama. I think they can get her fairly cheap because she has no bargaining power. We all know she's broke. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, and the thing about, I don't ever see the network getting rid of Candy. And I, oh, like if when Candy goes, I think it's going to be on her terms. Agreed. And I get they're the most expensive, but they're the most expensive for a reason. I think bringing one of Candy's real friends on now, Larry, Amanda, Cocktailers, any of you watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta back in the day? Yes. Do you remember Rashida married to Kirk? Yes. She is a rapper, a successful businesswoman in Atlanta, and her and Candy are real life good friends. Like they post each other on Insta. When she was on Love and Hip Hop, I think on the third season. So at this point, we knew her family. Her husband was her manager and producer and all this. Rumor was he was cheating on her. All of a sudden, this stripper shows up with a baby and is like, this is Kirk's kid. He denied it. But she finds out he has an apartment leased, like, you know, downtown Atlanta near her strip club. And the, the freaking woman was girl, young, I mean, over 21, but young girl was living in it. So like finally when he took when she took the paternity, he had to admit it was his. She stayed with him. She was actually pregnant at the time. So they had he has, I think, two older kids. They were married. They're married for like tw over 20 years. They got married when she was like 18 and he was, I don't know, 30 or something. Then they had one son together who at that time was like 12, 13. And she was pregnant when he got the stripper pregnant. So apparently he still like helps raise his baby with the other woman mm -hmm. who must now because this is going back they must be like six seven years old they're both whatever those babies from the time of the show so like let's get rashida on i think she's still on atlanta loving hip-hop but like come on she would leave for housewives i'm sure it's better money oh i totally think it would be better money i would love to see that because i think candy needs like a ride or die friend that be on her side the entire time because i mean she does have kenya but if it came down to it, if it's Candy versus Kenya, I think that they would get rid of Kenya. I don't think they're getting rid of Candy. She has such a good relationship with the network. But and they, I, always, I like, they gave her a spinoff a year. Right. And, and then I think, I mean, by Drew, like they can replace Drew with somebody else. I feel like they can replace oh, I can't stand Sonya with somebody else. Like... I, I don't know if I would want to see... I saw... I heard you guys mention Tamar Braxton. I don't necessarily know if I would want to see her in a housewife role. I think she'd pull like a Kim Fields thing. She's too big for it. Right. Like, I, her name is too big for, like, this type of work. But, I mean, they definitely can... I, I, I like Akila. I like the idea... She was in this last episode with, yes. with Kenya. I really liked her. We've seen her in the past. I thought she was going to be, like, a bigger role in atlanta but i wouldn't i would love to see her come in it's full time like but you know what if they haven't made her a bigger role it's probably because she didn't give reason. them much to work with yeah Mar I, I mean can we discuss marlo we all wanted her so badly and like what the what happened to her yo she is losing it she oh. <laughs> i don't know what is going on but it's like she was Some so good as a friend and she gave so much and like because once you go full time really they have full access to your entire life your home yeah. life so like I don't know what it is, but I, she is doing too much. She's it's focusing like, on the wrong stuff. Yeah. It's like and, the 
the couple that moves in together and realize like, wow, we are not compatible. That's how I feel about Marlo. It's like, right. girl, we should have just we should have just stayed dating because right. this is, you are a mess in the house. Get out. And I just like she's focusing too much on like a candy takedown. It's just like it, you need to like stop because you focus on this one little thing and it takes up the entire season and it just is not entertaining to watch. Well, I saw someone said on social that it, and I laughed. I don't know if they were joking or whatever. They said that it's obvious that Marlo's mad that Kenya didn't offer to pay for the funeral when her nephew or died. I'm like, what? Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's, it's almost coming off like. Like it almost like, it was Candy's responsibility to fund this when she had no connection to him other than the fact that he used to work at her restaurant. Should she have sent flowers or maybe like some food to the house for the family? Sure. Did she not do that? I don't, based off what Marlo's saying, no. Okay, I'm going to say this. Candy, don't come for me because I love Candy. But as wealthy as Candy is, she does come off to me. I'll use the word frugal. She always has. And like she says she is. So like you definitely should be sending a nice spray next to the coffin at a funeral if you're Candy Burris and the person worked for you. Period. Dot. Come on. Yeah. And just have your, I mean, we we know she's busy, but I know she's got staff too. I'm sure the staff can handle the $250 flower arrangement. And you own restaurants. Send some food over from one of your mommy old lady gang. Yeah, and that's what Marlo said. Marlo said she could have sent food over from OLG. She was expecting some sort of spread. Now, Candy hasn't said whether or not she has or has not done that. So I don't know. I'm going based off what Marlo was saying in like the last episode. She's making it seem like Candy has not. But also like at least flowers like he used to right, work yeah. for you you know what i mean and i don't know but i'm just i like, can't take hearing this for another five more episodes like no they, they're not ne- we're never going to get past this and like get into anything else it's, it's like beating a dead horse well and like let's see marlo dating like she's talking about it but like let's see it right let's see more from her versus her she's really trying this whole diversion tactic of right. going after candy Instead of showing what's really going on with her. And we haven't seen, have we seen anything about our new house? Is that still happening? What's going on with that? I think we only saw a portion of it. Like we saw the plans and I don't know if that was this season or last season, but God, this is like another Chateau. (laughs) Chateau Chateau But let's go after that. That could be entertaining. I thought the Chateau (laughs) Charest stuff was very entertaining. With the exception of Candy, because I know everybody comes for Todd, but Todd seems to be a good stand up guy. Listen, if Candy was going to wait around for somebody who was successful as her, she would have never gotten married or she would have had to marry a rapper that was going to cheat on her every five minutes. So, like, Yeah, agree. You know what I'm saying? She married a nice guy who's a good family man. The rest of them, I mean, what's the story? You got you got Sheree was dating a, a criminal uh, jailbird. Then, then she's dating the reality guy who clearly is using her to be on the show. You got Kenya, to me, the most beautiful woman in America of a certain age. But come on and... I mean, Larry, you saw her at BravoCon. We were standing next to each other when she oh my was God, there. Stunning. Her ass is like. <laughs> She's gorgeous. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because I know everyone always argues if it's real. Looked real to me. I don't right. know. I should have asked my sister-in-law, actually. I'm going to ask my sister-in-law. You know, my sister-in-law is Jamaican, so she'll break down whether her ass was real because she's very into whose body's real and fake. <laughs> it's a Caribbean I thing. See, I want to see more of Kenya with this, what's his name, Roy? They call, like yeah. KMC, they call him. And I, I mean, I want to see more of that. Like, I want to see, yeah, I want to yeah. see Marlo dating. Like, it's just, there's so much more that they can get into. I do like seeing Marlo's, like, home life with, like, the boys, but we can only 
watch so much life coaching sessions. Like right. you got to move on. <laughs> like we get it, girl. You're doing right. some inner therapy. Right. I hope you're listening, work. Atlanta, because this is yeah. This is just it. I wouldn't say we're at unbearable level, but it, if this fight with Marlo and Candy continues and continues, continue, like I think we can get to unbearable level. For I sure. will tell you though, I thought Candy was going to pop her last week's episode. It was <laughs> that fight was so intense. I was like, "Ooh, we like the Marlo needs to stop before Candy goes crazy." And then at that point, it's like, well, you can only take so much before you keep poking the bear, right. Marlo. Right. Well, speaking of going crazy, I mean, the New Jersey finale, <sighs> the husbands come out and shit goes down. Insane. I mean, it's a lot to cover here. Okay. I wrote down a bunch of my thoughts and we can, we can always add to this, guys, but I want to get your opinions because this is what's stuck out to me and there was a lot that stuck out to all of us for me the way louis was verbally threatening everyone i was like how is bravo and nbc like hr department feeling about this this is all like on tape we all watched it and it really you know everyone's replaceable in the workplace everyone are they gonna say and so something that i heard is that the party line is they're all coming back, all the full time, right? We know Jackie's out. That's the party line. What I'm hearing is that Teresa is refusing to film with Melissa. Part of me thinks, so this is my theory, that it isn't so much her refusing to film with Melissa as maybe her wanting the people who are refusing to film with Louie to give in and then she'll give in. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. I think that they're like, no, like if Louie wants to film when Jen and Bill are over and Danielle and Nate are over, they're cool with that. And Dolores, they're cool with that. But he cannot come to group events because we have evidence. Listen, whatever was in those envelopes, the Twitter tree stumps, whatever they call them, will say nothing was in the envelopes. Guys, something was in those envelopes. They are 100%. on pause. It's the highest rated season ever. And they have them on pause right now because they're trying to legally make this can make sense. So I think Teresa refusing to film with Melissa is to make the other people cave to film with Louie. Your thoughts? Um, I also think she wants them to fire Melissa, but at a point, if they're telling her we're not, she's just going to give in. I mean, it's Teresa. She needs the check. This was Melissa's, I feel like, best reunion. She literally, like, stood there like a champ and said what she needed to say. And I don't see them firing her. I, I just no. don't see it happening. And... Uh, let me just interrupt. I think there was a point during the season with all of the backlash before they knew that it was a hired bot campaign. I think there was a point where Bravo was considering firing her or demoting them. That's yeah. what I heard. And I heard that that's no longer the case. Yeah, I can see that being I can see that being the case. But after this, I mean, there's just I just do not see it happening. When Teresa's like, I can't wait to not see you after today. And she's like, where are you going? And she's like, no, you're leaving. Like, Melissa's not going anywhere, Teresa. Like, if this it, like she is going to stay there. And if anything, you're going to be the one that's going to be forced out. And it was just, I feel like she just like held herself. She just said what she needed to say. And it was, I think she did an amazing job. And for me, it was like, okay, she definitely secured her spot for next season. If they do not fire her, then again, like I said, I don't see that happening. Or if she was going out, she was going out with a bang and she did exactly that. Also, 
can we just give John Fuda like a moment? Because oh my God. That, that man literally like he did not come to play. That if you want to say that there was nothing in that envelope, that was a it looked like a stack of papers. It was like a brick of papers that were in that envelope. <laughs> like he had info and it, he was ready to share it if they were going to ask him what was in it. I'm going to tell you something. I said a couple a couple episodes again, I said to Amanda, John Food has got and I don't I don't want to be stereotypical and I don't mean that I think that he's in the mafia. That's not what I mean. But there's an energy about guys like John Food or these East Coast guys that is very good fella-esque, right? Yeah. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. When he D- don't when, fuck with me energy. Don't fuck with me. Like fuck around and find out. Right. Yeah. When they were leaving the party, when Jen insulted Rachel and they were walking out and when John Fuda turns to Rachel and goes, you sure you don't want to check her? I was like, this, like, I knew who he was (laughs) from that moment because, and I know he's from Jersey, not New York City, but that's just how certain people operate. The way he handled himself, though, was so classy. He was angry. He was contained. He was stern. He didn't lose his shit. He didn't look crazy. And at the end, he didn't accept Louis's apology for having him investigated for contacting his son's mother in jail. He said, apologize to me. I know you did it. You want to move forward? Apologize to me. Louis refused and he walked away and goes, this guy is a fucking oil snake salesman, whatever he said. And you know what? He also said on stage, I have connections in New Jersey. Who do you think you're messing with? And I was just like, oh, my God. But he is not scared. And then the fact that people on Twitter are like, well, it was a storyline. Okay, it was a storyline. He hired somebody to find the ex girlfriend, I don't know if they were married, Jaden's mother in prison. Is that even legal? I don't know. We got to ask the Bravo doc at this, but (laughs) it was just, it's so nefarious and dark. And and the other thing is Fuda and Rachel legitimately had done nothing except exist. He just wanted an arsenal. Yeah. Cannot agree more. I think John definitely, he did a good job of you know, I think they both represented their families really well. Because I look at this sometimes and I'm like, I am Teresa's daughters. And I, I would be like, who is this man that my mom has married? Like when he kind of going back to the threats, but saying repeatedly in due time, in due time, be careful. I got your number. Let's play. Like, first of all, they were all she was also saying that to their uncle half the time. And. <laughs> I'm just going to say it like where G is concerned. You're 22 years old. I know there's been beef, but this new husband who you love so much is threatening your uncle with those words. Like, where's your loyalty to your family at all? Like, I understand you're going through hard times, but we've all had family frictions. But if someone in my family's new spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend was threatening an aunt or uncle, I would have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, I get it. If you're too close, you're so close to a situation, it's hard to see anything but the side that you're on. But that to me is hard to ignore. And the other thing I kind of wanted to just get your guys' thoughts. Can you guys think of another time in just the history of Housewives that a husband has come on to a reunion and threatened half of the cast like this? No. 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 Why, Why is Bravo letting this happen? It just feels like there could be a real issue. And like... Or maybe maybe they're more scared of like it being worse if they don't let him be on because he would unleash like on it behind the scenes. Like I mean, but there's not really is... anything he can unleash on, right? If it's the network itself, 
or whatnot. Like, like if he gets fired, what is he going to do? Like, or if she gets fired, what is he going to do aside from try and go after maybe Joe and Melissa? Like, he's not going to go after, I don't, I can never see him going after like Bravo or pr- the production company. The guy is a complete monster. He's like, I was watching and I was like, oh my God, this man is scary and uh, dangerous. Worth like, noting, ca- guys, Jen and Bill did not defend him in any capacity. Jen did defend Teresa a little bit. They did not defend him in any capacity. This weekend, this past weekend, Jen had a Sweet 16 party at her house. Teresa, and I'm not saying, I'm not, okay, so here's what I think. They had a Sweet 16 party. Teresa was not there. Teresa was at some party and with Nate and Danielle. I think that maybe Bill is saying to Jen, like, listen, we're not saying nothing, but this guy's whacked out of his mind let's keep our distance i'm not saying they didn't invite Teresa, but i think that they are maybe creating distance and i think that danielle and nate are sitting ducks because they need this show they want this show so they're very impressionable jen doesn't she loves and i think that she loves Teresa, and i think that she wants what's best for her and she'll publicly support her and louie but i do think that Harum. Bill's a Bill's a doctor. He's not stupid. Come on. Right. He's got to protect his practice because this show can go, but his job is what is going to like sustain them. What about Dolores? Because I understand her not wanting to talk about her son. I get it. Yeah. But there were other things that she was like making faces at. Like, did Bo Deedle uncover something that she doesn't want coming out? And, and that's why... I- is Paulie saying to her, like, Bill, listen, this guy's really crazy, but for some reason, it's he's not aiming it at us. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, it was very odd. And I, have like, ride hard for Dolo. Like, I'm a big Dolores fan. I understand her really maybe not wanting to acknowledge the stuff with Frankie Jr. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't understand if Frank Sr. said that something different happened than what... I mean, Dolores thinks happened, like, I like why not talk about it? But also, like, I think Frankie Jr. came up after and said, like, no, like, what his dad said, like, wasn't... He didn't necessarily say what my dad said wasn't true. Someone had asked him about what was said, and he goes, oh, no, like, it didn't happen that way. Because I just think they don't... They, they're they're happy, they're away from the... From, and listen, they just don't want to be a part of it. Just today, guys, the New York Stock Exchange is, again... I don't work in finance, but basically the stock is so devalued that they're taking it off the New York Stock Exchange. So if you own that stock, you're out of luck. The company's bankrupt. So of Louis' company or which company? Louis' company just posted it on the business website. So I think Dolores was probably mad that Frank went with that because he's probably like, fuck this guy. But also he was investigating Frank. And But Paulie also gives, I know he's from Ireland, but he gives me a little street energy too. So I think most likely he's just like, let's just play nice with this guy. That's what I really think. Right. You got you to gotta play smart. Back to, we've been getting a ton of emails and I think you got a bunch of comments about this the house situation, how the house, Teresa and Louie's house was bought by an LLC. Would love somebody from you know who can pull in some actual knowledge of what's really going on because it says that louis is the only one listed as an owner of the llc but that doesn't mean just because he's the registered agent at least in most states doesn't mean he's the sole owner you because you only need to have one registered agent for a company would love to know if if the articles of operation for the company are available because then we could really see what the ownership 
percentages are. That's where you see it, not like just on the LLC listing. But it is worth noting that they bought a house in an LLC, which is apparently the norm with I feel like you know celebrities. With people, or, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the whole bold deedle thing. And then he goes, I did not hire him, which again, we talked about that just being the wording. If Bo Deedle's his very good friend, maybe he did him a favor. He goes, I did not hire him. And then Andy's like, there's security downstairs that they're saying Bo Deedle sent. And he's like, yes, he did send that for me. What? what, what? <laughs> right. And even, I think it was even Frank who said in the 13 years they've been doing this, like, this is the darkest it's ever gone. Like, no one, none of them have ever received death threats. All of a sudden, Louis and Teresa receive them a week before the reunion. Like, that is insane. Right. You don't think... Bravo has security at the reunion taping right. to make sure nothing happens, that you're going to send extra security. Like, so, like Louis, nobody cares that much about you. But in his mind. In his and, mind, yeah. How, okay. about the, how about the fact that it came out this week that Louis's ex just put up a restraining order against him because she found out that he hired somebody through Bo Deedle to go and pretend to be one of her patients because she's a therapist. And it was funny because it clicked for me because Louie said to Teresa, we have somebody looking into somebody who has been harassing us. Right. Right. Oh, my God. He outed himself. He totally outed himself. Andy needs to get Bo Deedle in the clubhouse ASAP. Well, apparently he called him or I I didn't. I saw (laughs) something. No, Bo Deedle called Andy or... What about Louis telling Margaret to be careful? Oh, my God. And the scary eyes after he said it, too. He's like, be careful. And you guys go back and watch it because it's No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was, like, super crazy. But, like, everything he said, he was like, he said, be careful. Let's play. Let's play. I know everything. Like, it's just, it was just very, like. Man, calm down, sir. Like, you're dealing with, like, women who are on a reality TV show who are, like, supposed right. to be, like, having fun, drama, and, like, going on vacation and, like, spending money. Like, what? You're making this ugly. Like, this is not Mob Wives. And what and what Marge is alleging is that he hired a publicist and told the publicist, ruin her and her Walmart, I think it was Walmart deal, you know, like those, she does, like, makeup brushes oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And... Marge found out and called Bravo and Bravo and their lawyers called Louie and shut it down. So Bravo knows, like they know. Well, that's why, right, that all of there was like the gag order or whatever put on the housewives and they were told they had to stop following certain people like the gossip sites. And did any of them have to stop following you, Larry? I think the only people who follow me are Marge, Melissa, and Danielle. And I think maybe Jen Fessler. But I don't, I never really noticed if the, any of them did. They I don't think they all did. all had to unfollow me. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, I sent this to Larry today. I got a inbox from, oh, because I take so many screenshots all day long. I got an inbox from Rachel Fuda's brother. That cute guy who's on the show with his wife and they just had a baby. And he was like, gotta tell you. Oh, he goes, I certainly did not have my brother-in-law becoming the poster boy for Bravo and Cocktails on my 2023 <laughs> bingo card, but I'm here for it. So I wrote funny. back. I said he's a cool cat. That is hilarious. So funny. I didn't even know the guy followed me, but yeah, I mean, they all unfollowed. 
Well, I mean, did you see that? Uh, I think I had. Which I don't care, by the way. I don't like them to follow me because if they don't follow me, well, now I'm, I, I try to keep myself private a lot of times. But if they don't follow me, then that I guess people can always send the pictures. But I like to think that they don't know what I'm posting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, even like I had said to you, I think I said to you, like while the reunion was airing, I was like, oh god, they brought up the video. <laughs> and as soon as yes. the video got brought up, Teresa jumped out of her chair like a insane woman. Oh God! How well, can you bring up the video? <laughs> like, well, and then Louis like, "But I have warrior. Yes, I do. I have warrior tattooed on my chest. Like, and like, I don't think he said, what are you gonna do about it?' But he said something along those lines. Yeah, like so, he's proud like, of it. I mean, I think he is proud of it, and I think, yeah, the video makes him look crazy, but he's very much identifying. And they also had the leader of the warrior guy very clearly featured in the wedding special so oh yeah he was not trying to distance himself from him too much either right oh wait guys we didn't do this so the call to gia right which by the way apparently teresa's makeup artist was facetiming gia the whole time that they were filming like standing in the wings so she knew the call was coming and then louie afterwards said to andy like oh she didn't say that what she said was oh come to the wedding you can do better than this yeah, like, so, acts better. I mean, so my original thought was I was like, I don't believe that Gia said it. I think Gia probably said, like, you can do better than you can. Why are you behaving? Like, I do believe, like, what Louis said. And then I think he probably said, she probably said something like, just leave Melissa at home if she doesn't want to come. Something like that. But yeah. what do you guys think? Do you think she really said you can do better than Melissa? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I just want to know why Louis feels the need to, like, restate everything and talk for everybody right why louis and he wasn't even he's only been a part of the family for what two years like he is not like really privy to like i mean well maybe he is someone said he was a fan of the show he was never there for any of these moments that occurred for the first eight years of the issues that Teresa has had with like melissa and joe all of a sudden he comes in and he thinks he knows everything like sir take take a step back get out of here and him always wanting to like shake hands like at the end after like telling people oh, he's gonna destroy so, them. Yeah, it's be weird. careful. <laughs> be careful and not want to shake your hand. Did you guys clock this? It was kind of subtle, but that Marge had these a Manila envelope behind her back, pulled it out, and then put it back away. Well, because Andy said something. Andy was like trying to like get the place in order, so she put it back. And and yeah. don't forget, it's oh wait, we can watch it right. It's on Peacock, the unedited. I didn't watch it yet. It is. Yeah, I didn't watch it yet either, though. I only watched the live one. I'll have to watch that. So basically... But you guys picked that up. What do you guys think is in there? I think it's the shit about him trying to ruin her Walmart deal. And I think that Andy's editing that out because they don't want to lose Teresa. Although I'm going to tell you something. Just don't give Teresa a spinoff. Let her do a a, a dopey tardy-esque type of thing. And I think she'd be happy with that since she needs the money and she can, if Jen wants to go in and pop in in an episode and film with her, let it be. You know what I mean? You know why, Larry? Because I think that people like to watch Teresa activated. And I think that if she's in her natural setting and everything is controlled by her, she's not going to keep people tuning in. There aren't enough tree fans to tune in. So Giving her a spinoff would be good for the beginning. We'd all tune in. But if it really is her having a picnic in her love bubble, we're going to stop. Right? So I think that's why. Honestly, I think that's why. Because otherwise, why wouldn't they? I do think I have a prediction. And my prediction is this. They're going younger. Okay? 
they may or may not be interviewing still to cast, not necessarily full time, but they are interested in going younger. I think maybe they bring everybody back and if shit pops off, they just focus. Listen, you could, if Teresa's out, right? Because Louis is a problem. The Gorgas could are friends with Rachel and the Fudas. And I think that after a season of that, they probably would become friends of. I think that you could do a Rachel Fuda. I think you could do it with, with Danielle. I think you could keep Jen in the mix because no matter what Jen's entertaining, she doesn't need Teresa. And where does that leave Marge and Jen Fessler? Probably friends of and then gone. And if they get another girl or two in that mix, they could really go younger. Somebody said, what about bringing Caroline back and having her niece on, who is Danielle's stepsister? Caroline already said she'll never do it. Yeah. yeah Unless they gave her Teresa's salary. <laughs> For $2 million a year, I bet she'd do it. I mean, I can see them going younger. I mean, they're going to have to make a change. The Jersey's always been about the family dynamic. But I really enjoyed Danielle and Nate. I like John, and I I love John and Rachel. I think Jen Fessler is hilarious. Same. I mean, I honestly, like, if they got rid of Teresa and even Jennifer Aiden and brought in two new different housewives and kept Jen Fessler as a friend of, I think the show would still succeed. And I think Dolores can be the glue. Oh, and Dolores. Yes. No, I know what I don't know, Larry. What's Dolores's relationship with Rachel? Because they know each other, but how? Oh, I like they know. know each because I've heard them say they know each other going back years. A follower sent me a picture of Gorga and Fuda together in 2014. Like yeah. on which makes sense because their sons are friends. Their Although kids they are didn't friends, they yeah. didn't live there in 2014. But you know, they're all on football and stuff, so they may mm-hmm. have been on one of those travel something yeah. teams together. So they're legitimately friends. I think I Dolo mean, met Rachel through Melissa. Right. So maybe maybe at like barbecues and stuff, and she yeah. liked her. And and I'm sure listen. When a housewife shows up, they probably start showing interest a couple years before that. Oh, I know how Dolo knows her because Frank trained Rachel. Oh, that's right. For oh, the body there you go. Yes. Thank you, Amanda. Look so I, my saying. one, my one memory, actually remembering something off the bat. Like, enjoy it, guys. It happens like once a year. <laughs> Somebody in the know also told me that Brittany, while lovely and sweet and cute, is a snooze fest. So she won't be like a full time like they, they would like it wouldn't go anywhere you know who did test for this season but didn't make it who i actually think would be good because they have a lot of famous friends is taylor strucker Ooh. oh but okay how old is she she is 40 oh why did i think she was like I, 20 i don't no, know she was more like she was... stassi's age because she's a good friend of stassi's right yeah but stassi's also 35 so she's not mm. yeah right. okay. we always think of them as kids somebody messaged me the other day the vanderpump kids and i was like <laughs> they're pretty old kids they're closer to aarp right. than kids. <laughs> but i think she would be good because it would be like they she'd be like the first lesbian housewife in new jersey she's friends with marge i can see her like bopping around with like get rosie back one. and hook them up Oh my god, she's well. Taylor's married, but <laughs> Taylor's hilarious. She's that very would be funny. awesome. I love that idea. I love. That I don't class. know. I, there's so many thoughts that go on with New Jersey. I mean, I just say all that to say, which you weren't there at the last uh, cocktail party. The people on it said that I always say I say all that to say, which I never did. Knew <laughs> I did, but obviously I do. But I do say all that to say, there is a path for New Jersey that doesn't include psychotic. 
Agreed. And I don't want to see Teresa go. I like Teresa. I've always enjoyed her on television. But also, wait, guys, I'm going to the Bahamas this summer. Oh, my God. You're totally going to see Juicy Joe. Well, so my husband already told me. If we run into him, we run into him, but we're not, I'm not allowed to spend all week looking for him. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I would never do that. He's like, B, who are you talking to? That's hilarious. First of all, my husband would love him and he'd be like, oh, how you doing? I don't know. I'm going to hunt him down and get his opinion. You're totally going to see him. You are just going to, you yeah, you're going to see him. Well, he's I'm staying be at Baja Mar, so that's Oh, and that's where he's always at. Well, there right? you go. It was that or Atlantis, but I, now I'm kidding. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Also, was... the tree thuggers are probably going to say that this. Did is, you just um... call them tree thuggers? That's a better yeah. name than huggers. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably going to say that this podcast is paid for by Melissa. No, these are just mm-hmm. our opinions. <laughs> yes, they have. We're, we're apparently all on her payroll. First of all, according to them, I got news for you. Okay, we're not on nobody's payroll. Cocktailers, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know we always go all over the place, and especially when Larry's here. Next time, we will do a question and answer. There was too much to talk about this time. They love when I ask Larry questions. (laughs) Larry, wait a minute. I didn't ask you. We haven't discussed. Are you happy that me and Austin made up? Oh, my God. You have no idea. (laughs) It literally, I feel like it's just like peace in my world. <laughs> Craig said that. Did you? I, I say. I think I sent you, or maybe you sent me the clip that Craig said. Like, it just makes me so happy that you and Bravo. Oh yes, they, they, they said it on their podcast. Yeah, no, it literally <laughs> it just makes me so happy. No, That's I'm hilarious. I'm happy because I know it stressed Larry out. But listen, <laughs> I said it. I told him that we know it's all contingent on how I feel about him this season. So he's got to put his big boy pants on. I think he's preparing himself to do so. (laughs) All right, cocktailers. Larry, thank you so much. Make sure, and of course I'm going to post it, that you look out for, well, if you're not following at Bravo by Gaze, do that. I'm sure you all are. And look out for Larry's new pod. It will be out. uh, We don't know exactly when. Soon. It'll be out within the next few weeks. Yes. That's so exciting. Larry, thank you so much for coming and joining. Always so many laughs. And cocktailers, we love you guys. For those of you guys who are fathers, happy Father's Day. Oh, happy Father's Day. And yeah. happy Pride. We we haven't said anything about that either. So happy Pride to everybody. And we didn't and have Larry on because it's Pride Month. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, we no Larry Larry He's our token gay friend, guys. Larry, yeah. <laughs> the king no. of the gays. The king of the gays. <laughs> no, the real story, you guys, is I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to make it and Larry jumped in and saved my ass at the last minute and then it turned out I could be here. So no, Larry, happy. thank you. I'm happy. It's always so much fun talking with you guys. I can't wait until next time. Yes. Yeah. Next time we'll be on your Next pod. time you'll have to come on my pod. Yes. Yeah. Both of you. We finally get to return Love the it. favor. I know. <laughs> well thanks guys. Have a great week. so much for listening just want to ask you guys a favor just getting kicked off so many people have been asking us to do this podcast so please do subscribe and if you subscribed go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends but only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea then like forget them and don't forget find us on instagram at bravo and cocktails underscore 
and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time. Thank you.